Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So the... Bazingara. <laughs> Sheldon. Yeah, young Sheldon was born 1,500 years ago. Sheldon the Conqueror. Yeah, young Sheldon the Conqueror, yeah. <laughs> Lorebarians here, Hyboria's number one fake history podcast returns to pillage your towns, claim your women, and enslave your children. Uh, while it sounds like we're McDonald's in Kentucky, I can assure you that you've come to the right place. I am your tribal chief, Peter O'Donoghue, and I'm in a clan with... With James Miller. I'm a dark <laughs> wizard, Ethan Palmer, so I wouldn't be in a clan with a barbarian, actually. No. Oh, my. I just no. watched Total Recall. Is it like this? Yes. Arnie's in it. Did you watch the Arnie one? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. I've never okay. seen Total Recall, but yes. Okay. I'm ready then. Oh, no, the Barbarian. I, is, Total Recall is also written by like Philip K. Dick, isn't it? I have no idea. I was skilling in RuneScape. Conan and the, just... Was Conan the Barbarian written by Philip K. Dick? I don't think no, so. No, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I know the answer to that question. I wrote this thing. <laughs> so All today's right. episode on Conan the Barbarian and his world uh, came in bigly over at the Lore Boys Discord, which is linked below the episode. So big thanks to Chaz Michael Michaels, David Last Name Withheld, Sad Clown, JJ, JJ hyphen underscore hyphen, TS or T Sewell 12, Big JILM, and Aggrovator. So that was a, oh. was a big request. A lot of people have been requesting a lot of Conan recently, too, for some reason. It's back cool. in the zeitgeist. There's um, an MMO, right? I feel yeah. like there's an MMO. Yeah. Um, Conan yeah, Exiles exactly. or something? Conan yeah, Exiles, I, yeah. That was like the request, but the lore is all the same anyway. I played either that or Neverwinter with Bobby Ferry. Bobby and, played a lot of Conan for a while. Yeah, and we played together, and then just me in my MMO fashion, Bobby went to work, and he came back, and I was double his level, and he's like, come on, man, it's not even fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally so not fun to play any MMO with anybody who plays MMOs. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you go take a shit and they've min-maxed already. You're like, okay, yeah, exactly. well, this content is worthless. Yeah. The um, best way to do it, I think, is make a second character that you level together. So that yeah. way the, the MMO person can just like speed ahead on their main or their secondary or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But exactly. even then, then the second, like, like the speed ahead guy and with his second character is like, oh, yeah, now we got to go here. We got to do this. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, this quest goes here. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. just going to send us like 100 gold so that we can, you know, get yeah. these things. And you're like, okay, why am I playing this game? Like, yeah. yeah. The first time I played WoW, I was with you, Ethan, and I remember I couldn't keep up with my little paladin legs. You knew yeah. where to go because you did practice like speedrunning beginner areas and stuff. Yeah. And I'm, I was like J Milk uh, on Andrew, your brother's account, just running yeah. behind you trying to keep up. Also, welcome to our newest patrons who have a lot of min maxing to do here on the server: uh, John Benj, Trevor T. Presnell, and Hero Jones. Welcome. Um, yeah, well- as well as to everybody who re-upped recently as well. Welcome. Yeah. 
Welcome. Also, I wanted to give a special Instagram shout out to Big Guy One One Five on Instagram because every time there's a bot that is just like promote this image on Reality Records or whatever, he's somehow always in the replies, just like promote this dick. And every time he says it, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you stick it to that bots, man. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. It's just it. Every time I see it happen, it makes me laugh. So thank you specifically. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Conan, fellas, you seen the movies? You played the MMO? Have you read the pulp? comic novels from the 30s have you how far in are you i've read red sonia um red Sonya. comics but that's yeah. that's about as far as i've gone for that i've, Same I've seen the movie i once i think drunk so okay. even that is like don't have great memory of what yeah. happened movie uh, i haven't seen like i watched the clip you sent to us and then I was like, well, I'm putting this on my RuneScape skilling list because I yeah. do want to see this movie. And uh, I've been consuming a lot of uh, video content lately. So I'm, I will watch the movie probably tonight after the episode. So. The, yeah, only, the only line I remember is to hear the lamentations of their women. Yes. To, oh. see, them driven, to see them driven before you, to hear the lamentations of their women. Yeah. yeah. I know that. Destroy your enemies. It's like the prayer to Conan's primary god, which is Krom, which we'll talk Krom. about later on in the episode. Right. I know a, a buddy of mine who who does a serviceable Arnie impression. Uh, once in a while, we'll just be like Crom. Crom backwards is Mork, so he's actually Robin Williams. It's Mork. So. Oh, no, it's Mork. Uh, <laughs> I should have trust my instincts on that one. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not Chrome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I've seen the full first movie. There is a Conan two with Arnie in it, which I've never seen. Um, I've seen the first movie. I've never played any of the video games. And I did listen to the Hyborian Age, which is where much of this episode comes from. Um, because thankfully, the author uh, was bored, I guess, and wrote a bunch of his own lore. So this is like, this is straight from the tap. Nice. Right here. Straight you from it, which it. I thought was very cool. Um, the Hyborian Age, yeah, I found actually generally quite boring. It's probably just the audiobook I listened to. So if you can find a different, more like a better narrator. It's only an hour long and it explains a lot of stuff, which is pretty cool. And it's like the actual writings of the author. So I listened anyway. to an hour of lore. How could Come I know that? That's fucking <laughs> exhausting, man, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw that shit in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start with a little bit of real history on this one. So Conan the Barbarian, like Red Sonia, was created by Robert E. Howard and published in Weird Tales in 1932. Uh, Weird Tales is the same publication who published Lovecraft's work as well as Ray Bradbury, among other people. But these are just the two names that I recognize. Cool. And they're both very famous, very popular sci-fi or science horror authors. Right. Whatever, right? I didn't realize that Conan was from the 30s. Like, I I remember like, much cooler. Like crossing, I like I remember crossing paths with that trivia somehow a little while ago. I think when the request for Conan started coming in, I was just like. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm down, down to watch a goofy 80s movie and then like punching it in. And it's just like original publication, like September 1932. I was like, what the fuck? OK, what? <laughs> <laughs> it took them 50 years to make a movie. He's okay. from the 30s. Is in written in the 30s or Conan is like it's written in uh, the 30s. It's getting written the lamentations the of the women from the 30s. OK, yeah. no, it's not set. In, it's not set in the dust bowl. Or <laughs> like, to, get the, to hear the lamentations of their flappers. 
Yeah. <laughs> You've got like the Huns on horseback chasing down like an empty boxcar train so they can get to fucking California. Yeah. <laughs> like jumping, like throwing their suitcases off their horses into the train and then jumping off the horse to get into yeah. the car. Dude, There's I was Tom, thinking. Tom Jode, I, Tom Jode with his shirt off and rippling muscles and a shovel in his hand held like a fucking Zweihander. <laughs> My history is so bad. I had zero pulls from the 30s. I'm like, I don't even know what happened in the 30s. There was the Depression. The, the, oh, okay. ri- the rise of the nazis i mean well yeah that that part i know power a year later i know it's pre-world war ii uh it started in 39 well i guess when you when you consider when it started like they they started invading people in the 37 i think and then like war between everyone kind of kicked off in 39 and the, the, the depression the depression was the entire decade which started in 1999 right band of brothers except conan's in it too yeah all right (laughs) hell yeah there's that i mean there's that that scottish guy in world war ii right uh Ooh. i don't know i don't I'm know look him up. he he like he refused to jack churchill fighting oh, yeah. jack churchill the guy and fought with a sword right not with a longbow oh. and a scottish broadsword he refused a <laughs> he refused a gun wow <laughs> so do you know the about a, a, the polish bear Wojciech? why yeah. Wojciech, yeah exactly. Wojciech. Yeah. yeah would haul yeah. uh haul ammunition yeah, yeah and he would he would eat cigarettes yeah <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, a companion bear who ate smokes would not be out of place in Hyboria. So no, it's in Fall, Fall, Far, Far Cry Five. Uh, uh, Beastburger, yeah, yeah, cheeseburger, yeah, yeah, yeah. pussy. <laughs> so, um, Robert E. Howard's life ended quite tragically when he was only thirty. He died in nineteen thirty-six. Um, and a lot of the biographical writing about him touches on his mental health and how back in the 30s, they didn't exactly take that super seriously. It didn't exist. Um, Everyone is happy all the time. If you ever talk to anybody from, uh, I don't know, the 30s. 30s. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I read the Wikipedia page for Shellshock recently. It's not very pretty. I, I don't recommend it. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how did that come about? Uh, probably it was wa- probably after I watched Band of Brothers. And was oh, yeah. Freak out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Pacific has a little bit more of that because it focuses on a smaller cast, I guess. Anyway, yeah. it's not about that. Not about World War II. Not about Steven Spielberg today. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, and also, uh, good thing, uh, I mentioned Lovecraft. You don't need to do as much of a be careful what you read thing with Robert E. Howard. He, other than like outdated anthropological terms, was not terribly racist, even for the time, and like created Red Sonia, who is, I think, uh, supposed to be like a proto-feminist uh, heroine, basically. And he had, he was very progressive compared to his contemporaries at the time. Um, in listening to the Hyborian Age, the word "savage" is used over the course of uh, over the course of sixty-one minutes, probably eight thousand times. But he really uses it generally as anyone who uses primitive technology. And a lot of the Conan nations are based on European nations. So it's less of a like colonial problem, I guess. It's surprising that Red Sonia is the feminist and not Blue Sonia. But that's is that like a pill thing? (laughs) 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 He's like a Red Sonia and a Blue Sonia. It's like you need to choose Neo. (laughs) I, I thought Red Sonia was like a communist movie. Was it? Yeah, so Red, Red Sonia of Rogatino is a gunslinging warrior woman of Polish-Ukrainian origin with a grudge against the Ottoman Sultan. Yeah, there you Whoa. go. She has the eponymous red hair and fire temper to match. It was revealed in the narrative that she was the sibling to the favorite of Suleiman himself, the Ruthenian harem girl Roxolana, who ended up marrying him as his sole legal wife. Howard's Red Sonia had no connection to his Conan the Barbarian character. Roy Thomas and Barry Smith in Marvel Comics' Conan the Barbarian title transposed Red Sonia into the Hyborian Age. 
So when Whoa. they when they were creating Conan the Barbarian based on uh, Howard's work, they grabbed this character and from an entirely different canon or like an entirely different fiction uh, and just put her in Hyboria, I guess, because they thought. Cool. Yeah. So what's really great for us in the lore business is when your source born in 1906 also did some like DM prepping himself for his right. like D&D campaign because the Hyborian age, which all of this comes from, like I mentioned, was just written by Howard himself. Nice. So like a lot of this comes directly from it. It was written sometime in the 30s and published after he died. Um, there's even a map from the 50s uh, written, uh, drawn by David Kyle, which is the first image you guys can pull up. So you can get a general sense of the shape of the continent. The continent in for Hyboria, for the Hyborian Age, is looks a lot like Asia fused with Africa and like no real Europe, basically. Okay, I can kind yeah. of see that. Yeah, there's other ones as well that are available if you want to take a look there. It's like there's no there's no like archipelago. There's no like it's, a, it's all explained as to why the, it, everything's a different shape. But yeah. So uh, Conan takes place on Earth during a forgotten part of history somewhere around 12,000 years ago. Uh, Robert E. Howard's scholars, which exist and like fall up on all of his writings, debate that the setting of Conan could be anywhere between 12,000 and 35,000 years ago. Generally, though, they were like the Hyborian Age takes place bracketed by the Ice Age, either right at the beginning or right at the end, basically. Okay. Most recent glacial maximum when ice was all the way down to like fucking Italy, basically. Yeah, it was like uh, North America was under a kilometer of ice. Ex yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the way down to like Chicago, yeah. <laughs> like under a kilometer of ice. Um, in reality, though, uh, Howard got our asses specifically because the setting was written as a forgotten age because while he was a fan of history, he figured it would be hard to get dates right for consistency. So he just lore boys canon the entire fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> nice. it. yeah. the reason it's a forgotten age, he was just like, that's a lot of whatever Googling in 1930 is, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that shit. <laughs> so the Hyborian Age essay starts with the cataclysmic ancestors during the Thurian Age, uh, which I wanted to give a trophy for the best proto-civilization. So like whatever, the ancients, the precursors, that's done. Gold medal goes to the cataclysmic ancestors. Oh, that, yeah, that was a very dense sentence. The cataclysmic ancestors... During the, the Thurian, Thurian Age. During yeah. the Thurian Age. Okay, a lot of new words. Okay, got it. Got yeah, it, got it. and this is T-H-U. It's not like a Norse thing. It's not Thor. It's Thur. Okay. Like Thursday, which has nothing to do with the, Ro with the, with the, with the Roman God. Okay. With the Norse God. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. They're spelled different. Yeah. <laughs> so the Thurian Age ends when a geological crisis destroys the ancient lands of Atlantis and a continent called Lemuria. Um, in the 20s, Howard had published multiple stories about Call the Conqueror, also known as, as Call of Atlantis. So, like, old OC was the prehistory to the new OC. He just stopped writing Atlantean books and just was just like, yeah, that's where history ends, and now it's now it's Conan time. It's the Hyborian well, Age. We are, we're seriously going to have to have a new, like, take a drink anytime Lemuria comes up on this show, because I, I feel know, like it I comes know. up a lot. <laughs> 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 I actually I actually did some research on Lemuria. It's actually really cool. So we'll get into the uh, real pseudo archaeology about Lemuria in a second here. Cool. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I my finished... cat was going to fall over and land on me. <laughs> I finished my first white claw for for Lemuria. Oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. There yeah. we go. Pour one out for Lemuria. to go, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're all fairly familiar with Legends of Atlantis. It comes from Plato, but like uh, we were saying that it comes up a lot. Lemuria is actually very cool. Um, 
There is a call movie with Hercules's Kevin Sorbo in it. If you guys want to open the next. Yeah. Kevin Sorbo. Cole the Conqueror. Yeah. Cole, Cole Rocks. Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Cole Rocks is just the tagline. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason they put it up here. It's just the, so, it's so bad. Um, this film was a massive bomb, and I did not know it existed. I never heard of it before, but yeah. Yeah. Kevin Serbo is also um, a piece of shit online. So, yeah, he, he got pilled. Speaking of pilled, he's yeah. like he he's like hard into Q. Yeah, he went crazy. Uh-oh. So did uh, Jim Caviezel, the guy who played Jesus. In the Jesus is pilled. Jesus got pilled. Jesus got pilled. Oh no! I think part of it was getting struck by lightning twice while being prop crucified for shooting the movie. <laughs> that might fuck your brain up a bit. Yeah, according to TikTok and Instagram and stuff, Jesus is really into skateboarding these days too. And so Creed. Cool, cool. And, and uh, no, um, it's Pearl Jam. Oh, it's, it, they just show clips of Jesus in Skate 3 doing Christ Air with Even Flow playing in the background. And, <laughs> okay. That's it. Yeah. And, yeah, Sorry. It's I very cool. Right. Even Flow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will start. Yeah. I also <laughs> thought one where like, Jesus was grinding on Starscream from the Michael Bay movies, like the jet robot. Very <laughs> cool. so like all this crap all thrown together. Yeah. Oh, uh, Lemuria was suggested to be a sunken... Now, this is also canon. Like, it is a sunken continent within the Hyborian Age. It's still relevant, right? But it was suggested to be a sunken continent in the Indian Ocean, connecting Madagascar with India. Um, This was proposed by English zoologist zoologist, uh, Philip Sclater in 1864 as a way to explain why fossils of lemurs were both in India and in Madagascar, but nowhere in between. Pete, uh, I gotta say, you said a word wrong. Zoologist. You, you never let us get it through it without catching <laughs> it. So I gotta get yours too. Zoologist. I got that zoologist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so Lemuria is is specifically named after oh, lemurs. That's where the name a, comes from. That makes yeah, sense. Is, yeah. is named after lemurs because he was like lemur fossils, Madagascar, lemur fossils, India, nowhere in between. Nowhere else in Africa, nowhere in the Middle East, nowhere in Pakistan, or if there's anything else bordering India there. And then <laughs> and then we discovered continental drift, right? And we're like, oh, Madagascar's exactly. just moved. <laughs> over a couple million uh-huh. years yeah. but that's exactly right so he kind of oh, had the right idea he guys, was like about, hey they must have been connected sorry what about fast and furious 15 continental drift and they they do like so much drifts that the whole like north america moves oh, into uh russia the family's gotta gotta drift so many cars we shift these tectonic plates <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've got like the rock with just like chains over his shoulders and everybody else oh. with like the hitches strapped to uh, whatever the seabed that they've sent Tyrese Gibson to with whoever oh. the new actor in the movie is, right? <laughs> and they have to move an island. Honestly, I, it, I think you're now, on to something. Now that I forgot that the rocks in it, it could just be a metaphor like the rock switching sides, continental drift, you know? <laughs> it, but anyways, well, we'll we'll, uh, we'll go to Hollywood with our ideas after this. Yeah, I, I, look, uh, if we should scab during the writer's strike and only pitch terrible, <laughs> terrible films, that's <laughs> what we could get made. Imagine <laughs> for a year, all films were made by lore boys just off the top of our heads. Yeah, it's gonna be, uh, what a horrible year. Fast 10. Fast 10 is coming out. We're, we're pitching 15 where they need to move an island mm-hmm. and or it is a character study of the Rocks character. And it's actually all just a pun. Yes. Right. Yeah, it's it's uh, fast fifteen, but it can also we can also just skip eleven to fourteen if they want. 
Yeah. If they want to just green light this bad boy and get it through. Nah. Apple did it with the iPhone, right? Did Probably. They skip much? I, I don't, I, they skipped one of the numbers. I don't really know. You're thinking of I, Windows. I think they went to 10 from 9. No, Windows, Windows, eight, eight, Windows, Windows went from 8 to 10. Well, Windows went from 95 to 2000 Two. to ME to XP to 7 to 8 to 10 to Vista to 10. Oh, to Vista. 7 to Vista to 8 right. to 10. Yeah. I think yeah. Vista 7, 8, 10. No. No, it was XP to. Oh, maybe you're right. I feel yeah, like Vista was, was before because I remember yeah. people sticking on Vista while I was on seven. But that's wild. Why would you? St- I mean, I stuck on XP for a long time and didn't. Yeah, get to XP seven. was XP was bomb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went from that to like the Duro. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what's his name here? Philip Slater never upgraded his operating system, <laughs> but he no. was on the right track because. Um, Continental Drift wasn't generally accepted until the 1960s, so like wow. 96 years later. But Madagascar and India were indeed connected at some point. India oh. was a massive island which slammed into Asia, creating the Himalayas. So he was correct, but at the time he was just like, I mean, the lack of flying lemur evidence means they had to have walked, means they had to have been connected. Now, of, of course, course, our theories of continental drift could be shaken up entirely by the discovery of flying lemur fossils. Have I'm you not heard? saying it hasn't happened by the time this episode <laughs> comes out. Have you heard of that line between um, uh, Australia and just above Australia? Like, um, what's the country Polynesia. above Australia? Polynesia. That there's like a line there where the species are vastly different. Like, oh, like yeah. different world, different, and it's because of continental drift. And you can go like twenty minutes across from one island to another, and you get go from having like Asian species to Australian species. Oh yeah, and that's interesting. It, yeah, and I forget the name of the guy, but I just watched a YouTube video on it this week. That's cool. Um, and it's one of like these places that I guess is like newer and colliding. Uh, and especially he noticed with the birds, the birds were so different. There weren't like okay, yeah, their their beaks are a little longer for the the deeper holes on the island or whatever. It's like, no, yeah. no, this is a different ass bird. And it lives 10 minutes away from a different bird where it could easily fly to. But. And no flying mm-hmm. lemurs, which I find very convenient. Yeah. All a little suspicious, right? Yeah. Think, like, what are they if, hiding from us? If it wasn't actually flying lemurs, then we'd find a few flying lemurs. But the fact that they're all missing, that's super sus. Well, I, Dave, and, <laughs> well, Dave and Craig or whatever, the, the Kratz brothers... Honestly, oh, Chris I and think, Martin. Chris Martin. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was a little bit of foul play with Zabumafu, and the 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 they're all hiding from us. Is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Yeah, and yeah. The, the fact the, the fact that uh, <laughs> it ripped, they ripped like, off Zabumafu's wings. <laughs> Doctor Sclater found fossilized puppets in India and Madagascar, but no puppets in the Arabian Peninsula. So he yeah. <laughs> the existence of, of Lemuria, where wild puppets once roamed. Yeah. Um, Zabumafu fell from heaven, and Chris and Martin ripped off his wings, so he couldn't leave, and and now he can't return to heaven ever. Oh, of course, <laughs> he's, 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 he's damned to the purgatory of Earth. So sadly, he has. I f- he died in the last few years. I think he was like thirty or something, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He lived a good um, life. So on the subject of Kevin Sorbo and uh, Jim Caviezel, modern kooks uh, think Lemuria is a lost continent where human beings come from, and Liurnia is an Elden Ring. So it's slightly different. Right. The lakes. The land of lakes. Yeah. Like the butter girl in the States. Lando lakes. Yeah. Yeah. I love how modern kooks are just like, well, yeah, humans obviously evolved, but we came from a sunken continent. It's like, can't, isn't it just like, isn't Ethiopia just fine for the human evolution? It's like, no, no, it's a sunken continent. Like, yeah, right. (laughs) All right. 
fine. It's in, the, it's in the same place. It's like five hours away from Ethiopia if it's going to be in the Indian Ocean. Do we actually <laughs> have, like, sunken continents? Is, are there, like, large places of land that used to be above water that are underwater yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, there's one between England and Norway where there's, like, there's like modern artifacts at the bottom of the ocean, like at the bottom of the North Sea, because as the uh, icebergs or as the glaciers melted at the ice right, age, yeah. it had to, the, the water ended. has to go somewhere, right? Exactly. That's yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. I, that I, makes I, sense why they put the the history of Hy- Hyboria around the ice age, if they're going to say it was a sunken continent. You know, that's the, the factually like, oh yeah, the water levels were much lower. So there, this yes. land would have existed. A lot of the countries we're going to talk about here are like in canon. It's like, that's England now because it is very much, it's like, yeah, it flooded and everything kind of shifted around. Again, the, writing this predates continental drift, but yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, like any good alt history, the surviving humans were earthquaked back into the Stone Age. So Atlantis <laughs> and, and Atlantis and Lemuria were supposed to be like, more advanced just just like all the kind of ancient aliens bullshit we're familiar with now but at the time it was you know new and novel sort of to have a have atlantis bombed into the stone age by earthquakes and other yeah. geological activity right dude an earthquake like le- a tsunami must be the scariest fucking thing i can't imagine seeing water like that high up coming towards you yeah no, you won't have to worry you won't have to worry for long my friend yeah. <laughs> you think a tsunami's gonna come hit us in montreal no i would just say like if you see it if oh, you yeah. see that level of water, like you're, you're not outrunning it, so yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I get always a snorkel, about, I guess. There was that tsunami a couple, like maybe a decade ago now, that killed like half a million people, right? Yeah. Um, it also hit like the North Sentinelese, that like uncontacted tribe of like sticks and stones yeah. tribesmen. Can you imagine no. your entire civilization of like? grass huts is just washed away by 15 feet of water how crazy that must have fucking been yeah people died I'm sure about it. It, yeah there's i've hey, well. talked about this before on the show and i know we're wildly off topic we haven't talked about conan at all um but like <laughs> amongst uncontacted tribes there's these things called uh cargo cults which mm-hmm. are essentially when like a shipping c- crate will wash up on shore uh, on an uncontacted island oh. and the people open it up and cannot cannot reconcile what it is or what they're seeing and so they end up like revering it and worshiping it but it's a very common thing that like multiple uncontacted peoples have have done is create these religions around these boxes which wash up on the beach one day literally like alien technology yeah exactly so cool so during the second world war uh so this is in richard dawkins book in the god delusion he talks about cargo cults as to Mm -hmm. why uh, atheism is the epic reddit and it's like <laughs> this is what that book is it's good yeah, this yeah. is what that book is about yeah it's he's a the smart community. guy but a, a shithead too so yeah yeah um and um yeah he was just like yeah like the people discovered like people had built like bamboo airports to try and summon cargo basically because like during the war mm-hmm. fighting the japanese yeah they had a bunch of like impromptu american airstrips set up on like tropical island in the middle of nowhere so there's like yeah that's like one of the i don't remember a ton of that book i've listened i listened to it but i remember the cargo cult of just like can you imagine being like a a a sweaty american gi and finding a bamboo airport full of like guys in grass skirts and you're just like this is the craziest fucking thing i've ever seen you're like writing a letter to the love of your life from high school back in indiana and it's just like and then i stumbled upon the wooden airport right yeah Yeah, they're, they're just they're just putting like like 
bamboo woven suitcases full of coconuts on like hand cranked treadmills like (laughs) 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 they're like yeah they're like irresponsibly handling like woven wicker suitcases and like having disputes at the airport at custom yeah exactly (laughs) yeah they're they're random selecting muslims to go behind (laughs) (laughs) yeah they've got like bamboo TSA, yeah. it's like waving, like wa- waving a palm frond in front of your yeah. pockets. You got to dump out all the seashells into a bucket. No, nobody's wearing <laughs> shoes, but they're making everyone take off their shoes. So <laughs> like yeah. Banana leaf sandals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we talk? Yeah, can we sorry, talk about Code of the Barbarian? Can we talk about Hyboria? Yeah, yeah we'll no, be here all day. <laughs> yeah, I know, sorry about that. that. Was a good. That's just a good bit. Yeah. So, uh, humanity. Uh, using their bamboo airplanes, uh, humanity spread out all over the Earth after being bombed back to bomb back to, or earthquake back to the Stone Age. So they definitely got back into like technology and whatnot. Uh, they migrated as they migrated north. They encountered and warred with large furry white apes. So they basically encountered yetis when moving north in, in what would have been like kind of the the equivalent to like Scandinavian countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, this seems to be a culturally significant event and some kind of first major war in history. So this is like the pre-Hyborian age. This comes after the cataclysmic ancestors and 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 moves into the pre-Hyborian age before they officially name themselves. Uh, after 1500 years of migration, these nomads would become known as the Hyborian ancestors, uh, the people who seeded the modern cultures within Conan's history. The name Hyboria comes from the religion's primary de- deity, Bori. Okay. 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 In reality, Bori comes from the name of a great tribal chief who had just been deified through the oral tradition. So these people didn't have writing. So every time they would retell the story of like Bori the Conqueror, the greatest chief who ever lived, they'd sex it up a bit for their, you know, when they're yeah. when they're off topic around the bonfire talking about cargo cults and shit, yeah, sure. they are just making Bori cooler and cooler until he is eventually deified, and then, and then the entire oh, culture takes his, their name from him. Bori, Bori eventually, you know, Bori found this this great box which washed upon the shore and opened it. Bori, yeah. you know, approached this great box and and greeted his fellow tribesmen and opened it. Uh, Bori, you know, approached this great box and his tribesmen said, "Hi, Bori," and uh, <laughs> then uh, you know he he then he opened the box and. Then, yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of, yeah, and a bunch of TI-86 calculators it, poured out of it or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I know we kind of like brush up close against North mythology. Like we don't say Thor, we say Thor. Um, but uh, Bori, like Borean Tundra is like a place in WoW for their... But their, that's uh, from like Boreal, like bo- the Boreal shield. Yeah. Oh, is that, think, is that what that's from? Okay, it's not I, a... I, I've always assumed actually, I'm saying that. Yeah? I, I mean, thought it might be a Boreal, Like Borean Tundra, like... O-R-E-A is like Latin or Greek for like Northern. Yeah. Uh, whereas Hyboria, this culture is B-O-R-I because the guy's name okay. is B-O-R-I. Bo- Boreos in Greek means Northern. Yeah. There you go. Oh, well, that's easy then. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it does come up. Like one of the earliest kingdoms we'll talk about is called Hyperborea because it's, it's further north, which is taken from the Greek. All of this is taken from like existing Hyperborea languages. is a thing, right? Oh, it's like be, beyond the northern wall or something like that. Again, it's it's is it really, like a it horse is. the band song. Is that what I'm thinking of? <laughs> it <laughs> it's is. Actually, yeah, it is a horse the band song. That's why I was like, I know this word. What's it from? Yeah, but I know. It, I was, it. Uh, our whole car ride back from dropping Steve off uh, with Bobby. We had an yeah. hour to ride home. We just listened to horse the band. We oh, listened yeah, to uh, sixth with a th sixth with the th. Yeah, yeah. And all, bigotry, yeah. All, yeah, all those. Plant Street Bloom. Great song. Plant Street Bloom, man. Yeah, that's great. 
Um, yeah, so the ancestors during this migration period didn't encounter any other people, but would sometimes fight other migratory groups of ancestors. So, like, the barbarian thing is starts, it, it, like, starts from the word go, basically. Um, there was only one story from an unnamed, uh, explorer who was just like, guys, I went up north, the monkey men have evolved, they are slightly more advanced monkey men, this is bad news bears, we need to stop them. And nobody fucking believed him, except a few, like, some people who believed in the monkey man conspiracy, basically, they yeah. would go up north with him, no one ever yeah. returned. Oh my god. Here comes, yeah, here comes Will Smith talking about the robots again. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> get, get my motherfucking Yeti out of your mouth. <laughs> what, he's like I, defending I, a bald Yeti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was in the bonus, but uh, is that, well, <laughs> yeah. you better you better subscribe to the Patreon if you want to understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Patreon's not just Star Wars. Um, yeah, so basically evolution at this scale and at this rate of, like, the ape men that they fought in the past evolving into more advanced ape men over the course of, like, a millennia and a half was definitely of concern to people, but nobody really believed these stories. Again, at this point, nobody has writing, yeah. so a lot of it is just like, oh, come on, man, we all know Bori was just some tribal chief, not actually a god, but, like, monkey men? I don't think monkey so. Monkey men? I don't think so. Yeah. Jane Goodall went to the north? Jane Goodall goes <laughs> <Yeah>. to Hyperborea. <laughs> Live among the ape men of Hyperborea. <laughs> Just doing research. <laughs> um, yeah, so he did get a small band of people to go up with him, and they all disappeared. Whether they froze to death or were killed and eaten by ape men is unknown. Um, the migration south was described as leisurely, uh, and this seems to have allowed them to develop agriculture and farming. Uh, they're known to have had domestic animals for centuries at the time of, like, at Co during Conan's time, the southern tribes, the southern civilizations had already gotten to that point. Mm -hmm. And over the over the centuries, the population of Hyboria continued to grow, and now it requires some fresh borders. But we're going to cross those new borders after the break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for the fraction of the penny you just earned us. Uh, so this overall need for more moves us into the Hyborian Age itself. So this was like the cataclysmic ancestors into the Hyborian ancestors. Now we're in the age itself, baby. This is the real shit, right? This is where the larger tribes started to merge and organize and become and form the first known kingdom that I was talking about, uh, which is called Hyperborea. Uh, and yeah, again, this is taken directly from uh, the Greek for beyond the north wind. On the Hyborian map, um, the continent is unnamed, by the way. That's just like a just thing. That's why we just call it Hyborea. 
Um, the Hyperborea, the kingdom, is where, like, Russia and Siberia would be on this, like, condensed map of Eurasia and Africa. So it's, it's very much up north. Um, so this was a time of expansion. And interestingly enough, since it took 500 years, like, later migrations of people out of Hyperborea would, uh, like, conquer old tribal colonies and then absorb their cultures into their own. So it was a lot of like Hyborian people going out and conquering barbarians that they were technically related to that had been out for centuries and forming their own culture. So the cultures often merged. A lot of the Hyborian age essay, if you listen to it, is about the mixing of cultures and like how a lot like like this is very, I guess, as a student of history, it's a very like Persian Empire thing, or a very like Roman Empire, or any of those ancient empires where it's like you know ten thousand people from ten thousand tribes are all now you know all being commanded under Xerxes and like mixing their cultures and food and and all that Prince stuff. Of and Persia lore too, right? wed, dude. <laughs> Prince of Persia lore, dude. Prince of Persia lore, Nothing stopping you after Conan, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> One of the the original Prince of Persia games are like pretty dated now, right? That the, seems right up my the, alley, though. The yeah. originals or, like, the the original that you like played? Sands of it, Time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was I like don't know. Like, if you Game wanted Cube, to get into it now. There yeah. was GameCube era games that you probably played, and then there was, like, a, I, like probably, Old like, PC an Atari games. 2600, like, games. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I don't know we what they were actually talked releasing. about it on the Banner Saga. The, the OG yeah. Prince of Persia was rotoscoped. And it's, I think yeah. it's from the eighties, but yeah. Wow. Anyway. Okay. Well, that, yeah, um, another episode, another episode, another day. Exactly. For now we're still in Hyboria, right? With uh... Exactly. Yeah. Okay. In the midst of the age at this point. So like, like I was saying, a band of conquering nomads would go out, then just be conquered centuries later and have their, basically have their new culture absorbed by their great, great grandchildren, which I think mm -hmm. is a pretty cool concept as to like, he kind of uses it as a way to explain like why a lot of his characters are just like, oh yeah, I've got characters from all over this fictitious world that I've got. Because the tribes conquer and mix constantly. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like, they didn't go and like genocide everybody. It was very much just like, okay, war's over. Uh, give us your second favorite recipe. And it's like, yeah. okay, cool. Then they burn down the village, obviously, but they leave with, uh, you know. What's your second favorite recipe, Peter? That I have? Yeah. I know your uh, I know your first, your go-to date is uh, Spanakopita. Spanakopita is a pussy getter, but um, I do something <laughs> called noodle mush, uh, which is where you take cheap pork chops and boil them in tomato sauce and diced tomatoes, oh. and then take that out and then put noodles in there, which sucks up all the fat and juices, and yeah. then you dice up the pork and mix it all together and then just like broil it in the oven in, a, in like uh. a pan. I just can't. Nice. My dad's is just 5,000 times better than mine, so I don't use it to... I, I use the spinach pie to fuck because I'm better. <laughs> sure, <laughs> little feta cheese gets uh, gets everyone excited. It's also yeah. vegetarian, not vegan, so just in yeah. case, right? Pete, maybe not everybody nice... wants a, yeah. an entire you know cast iron pan of hog fat soaked in yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, it's you a delicate. Get, you wouldn't be getting piece. this bussy, Peter. Okay, no, uh, certainly, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Pete made me a burger and a Greek salad last time I was there, and. He could have got mine if he pushed the issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Those birds are fire. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next time, Jamie. Next time. You'll be, you'll be showing, him, showing him your butthole like a cat. <laughs> okay, that, was, that was on the break. That was on the break. Yeah, for, <laughs> for the folks listening, I got a kitten, which I think I mentioned last week, but she's been in my arms the entire episode this time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's falling asleep right now. 
Yeah, it's a little sleeper. So while the cultural expansions took place, uh, Hyperborea entered its Neolithic age, where the people began to build stone walls and stone buildings. Uh, the nomads, on the other hand, still used tents made of horse hide for some time until they also started to transition to being Neolithic and using stone technology. Um, like a, a a big chunk of it is like it, it's like some of this is also speculated to be this is a bit of Loreboy's canon on top of Howard's already established Loreboy's canon. It's like just in case they need to keep out the monkey men, right? Like, they're building right. bigger castle walls. Like, no one's ever really seen them or anything like that. But, you know, just in case. Actual monkey men in Conan? Is that, like, the bad guy in Conan? Or Not am anymore. I, am yeah, I jumping dur- the gun? During the Hyborian Ancestral Age that we covered, I think, just before the break, right, there was, right. like, legendary conflicts of just, like, if you go too far north, there's, there's Sam Squanches, and they're going right. to fuck you up, Ricky. Super, super advanced Sam Squanches. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll get to Conan and 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 their bad guy eventually, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you'll okay. get into we'll get into like more conflicts, but yeah. So okay. for the next okay. thousand years, uh, the Hyborians spread out west on their continent, only being driven back by the Picts, uh, which are directly named after the Picts of our real Scotland. Um, the Picts and like the uh, what is this called here? The Pictish wilderness is like a impenetrably savage wasteland basically oh, no. like no one can conquer the picks the these these scotsmen are too crazy and we can't fuck with them we're constantly pushed they, back motherfucker went into world war ii with a fucking longbow and, and a broadsword yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. man exactly. yeah that's that's my blood brothers i'm i'm, I'm mostly scottish we're a little bit oh. crazy Picks are picks are uh, I'm on the wiki right now. A uh, combination of the historical picks and it's like a, a conflation of the historical picks and the American Indians, particularly the Algonquins, which is uh, our neck of the woods. Algonquin. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, there was like a park of theirs that I've been to. Yeah. Algonquin uh, Park. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So and also like another analog here of like expansionist kingdoms encountering barbarians. They just can't quite get past. Uh, I think the uh, the Romans had like the Gauls in France and Germany that were the their yeah. that was their savage wilderness. They were just like, yeah, it's too far north, guys. That's enough. <laughs> they got a lot of branches and deer antlers. I don't really need to come up here. <laughs> savage wilderness sounds like a Horizon DLC. <laughs> but right. yeah. yeah, you know, you <laughs> yeah. got the frozen wild, burning shore. Savage wilderness will be Horizon Three's <laughs> expansion, right? <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Uh, one tribe of Hyborians would eventually end up mixing with the Picts and also a nameless tribe of shepherds uh, in a fertile valley called Zing, and they would eventually form the kingdom of Zingara. So the... Uh, Zingara. <laughs> Sheldon. Yeah, young Sheldon was born 1,500 years ago. Sheldon the Conqueror. Yeah, young Sheldon the Conqueror, yeah. <laughs> So up north, uh, the ape men continued their rapid evolution, eventually changing into light-skinned, blonde, and blue-eyed humans who expanded south, displacing some of the Hyborian tribes. So with it is whom... the 30s. They're trying to blend in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure blonde guys could blend in just fine in the fucking 30s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so within the within the Hyborian age, the not quite Vikings, the legally distinct Vikings came down were directly evolved from these or at least allegedly these these ape men that had been encountered several times over the past several millennia um so the rest the, the rest of the next 500 years is very much defined by migration conquest and integration like i said these cultures rarely destroy each other they usually show up and 
uh, fuck with some Spani Capitan. Hell yeah. The most important kingdom to form, at least for our story, would be Sumeria, which is the birthplace of Conan the Sumerian, the alternate name for Conan the Barbarian. Um, The Sumerian were real-life Persian horse nomads that Howard took the name from. So they were horse people from the steppes of, like, northern Iran and that kind of area. Sumerian records made all the metal that I really liked in late high different, school, early that's university. Sumeria. That's Sumeria. Oh, that's different. Yeah. yeah. Different. This is Sumerian. Sumeria is a C. C I M. Oh. Yeah. Isn't like monkeys like Sumerians? Simians. Okay. Yeah. Right. We've got Sumerians, Simians, Sumerians, Cinnamon, <laughs> and then and Cinnabar. <laughs> so. All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm. I think I'm holding on. I think I got it. All right, cool. <laughs> Keep up with all the, the other terminology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so within the fiction, the Sumerian are special because uh, these are the descendants that are most, still most closely related to the Atlanteans, but they don't have their kind of art. But they still have some pure Atlantean DNA within them. So like Atlanta, oh, Georgia? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. In Samaria, Samaria is the only place on the continent right now during the Hyborian Age where you can still grow peaches and shoot <laughs> movies for cheap. Because <laughs> the Samaria is a, spe- it's a special kingdom with tax breaks. Perfect. I yeah. love I love Georgia. I love peaches. <laughs> I love college. That show Atlanta was really good. Yeah. Conan's not in it though. <laughs> um, Samaria on the Hyboria map is like right below Nordheim, so it actually borders not quite Scandinavia, where the ape men come from. So like the the culture that's kind of mixed in here with for Samaria is like the Gaelic cultures. It's not quite as as overt as the picks being named after them directly. But it's very much like, you know, that sort of thing. Blue paint, it braveheart sort of things. Or sure. again, like if you've seen cool. the movie very... showing their butts to their enemies. Nice. Yes. <laughs> it's such a sexy movie. It's a sign of trust. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Patreon.com slash the Lord Boys. <laughs> um where was I here? Right. Uh, other kingdoms that are important uh, that like pop up throughout a lot of the fiction are Kitai, which was uh, China, Corinthia, which is Greece, uh, Asheron, which is Rome, and then Vanaheim and Asgard, the realms of the red-haired and blonde-haired Norsemen, respectively. Okay. So we do have the, uh, what is it, the Aesir and the Valar? Vanir. Vanir. The Aesir and the Vanir are both canon, but they're they're not Gods the Valar are, for, are from oh that's the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, Lord, eh? yeah. yeah. Like Gandalf is a Valar or a Meyer yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Man, guys, we've been talking about lore for like 270 episodes. Man, how do we keep it all separated, distinct, and organized? Yeah, when right? it's yeah. not distinct, right? When yeah, all yeah. of it is so derivative <laughs> of other works. Like, yeah, exactly. When, um, when fucking Tolkien probably got Valar from Vanir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heavily Norse inspired. So Middle Earth from Midgard. So. Yeah, yeah, we're exactly. just and we're just three idiots how, how did we get put in charge of this yeah, yeah oh it's so much man. so much to manage i'm so sorry yeah i'm as stupid um, as a kitten in jamie's arms yeah oh, <laughs> next time you come visit you can be you wouldn't want to though because it's been a, a long sweaty day and my armpits don't smell so good but <laughs> for, for a kitten i guess it's okay she's getting to know me real well i guess yeah oh yeah uh, one of my favorite fake kingdoms that is made up is like i call it the oil baron's paradise it is simply called iranistan <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> that sounds like something George Bush would say. <laughs> like, not yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds. It sounds like a. It, it's. It sounds like a, a, a something that he would misspeak on TV in two thousand two. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we're gonna get them Iranistanians. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> did like, you know that? Did you know that P.T. Barnum lived in a Moorish revival mansion in Bridgeport, Connecticut, which was called Iranistan. Whoa! Really? Apparently. apparently well, Connecticut a, cut a, my balls off and called me Sally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's your there's your random fact for the day because I, I was like, that, I'm gonna see if Iranistan is anything, and it's a it was a. Um, the name of a mansion in Ken- Bridgeport, Connecticut. That's All right. What that, that favorite... Barnum lived in. <laughs> like, what does he have again? Is he like a circus, circus guy? Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Guy. yeah. One of my favorite um, disambiguations on Wikipedia when doing the doing this episode was like the uh, nicknames for Robert E. Howard. One of them is Two Guns Bob, which is a fantastic fucking nickname. It's yeah, a great nickname. The other one is just all caps R-E-H. So I don't know if people called them R-E-H or which was R-E-H. R-E-H. Exactly. <laughs> but at the top of that page, it says this page redirects from R lowercase E lowercase H disambiguation. I was like, what the fuck could that possibly mean? <laughs> uh, and I didn't yeah. I didn't dig into it. It was like, oh, you're on the lo- you're on the wrong page for your essay on Re. So you've got to uh-huh. go somewhere uh-huh. else. It's different people. So it's and it's people with that last name. Alina Re, Claudia Re, Emma okay. Re, Francis Frederick Re, Re Jones, uh, <laughs> Thomas Re and Virginia Re. Also, rare earth hypothesis, Royal Edinburgh Hospital, Rhett inscription, which is a Brahmi inscription at the Rhett archaeological site. The rare earth hypothesis is a, is a lonely one, isn't it? Isn't it? That's like, we're the only yeah. ones. It, it, there's no life anywhere else. We're going to die that alone. Extra, or yeah, that, that extraterrestrial life is so exceedingly rare that, yes, we'll probably never meet aliens. The space will get so I mean, far apart by the time we locate them that we'll never be able to reach them. Yeah. So you know what? Just get a kitten in your arms and drink four white claws and fucking forget about it, man. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie's vibing. He's only only one kitten and a a white claw and a half deep, too. Uh, I'm on my fourth, my friends. Oh, Christ. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Jamie's vibing in an eternally uh, endless, endlessly empty universe, right? Exactly. I got got my one kitten from the infinite kitten universe from SCP right here. Good thing I didn't get the neighboring uh, endless Hitler universe or whatever yeah <laughs> if you were just like my baby hitler is so cute i wouldn't be nearly as supportive no no one's empathetic towards that kind of thing but everyone loves kittens yeah <laughs> so as culture spread out uh, them and their kittens i guess uh they also brought with them religion uh so necromancers so magic is also real in this universe we're not going to get too much into how it works at the moment uh, yep. but necromancers like the main villain of the 80s movie named thalsa doom uh worship set the serpent god of death uh, his homeland is Stygia, which is an Egypt-inspired kingdom along the river Styx, which completely replaces the Nile within the fiction. It's the same fucking place. I've heard that in other fiction too, right? Like Stygia's. Stygia's. We would have Greek, talked about right? it in like Dante's Inferno because the river Styx right. isn't there. Like it's like of the river Styx is Stygian. Stygian. Oh, and like okay, Stygian yeah. Abyss is something as well from Lovecraft, I think. So yeah. also in nonfiction, like it's real. Like in history, it was there too. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. okay. if if mythology is nonfiction, which it probably is at the bookstore, but yeah, also like fake history or like stories, right? So, okay. um, Set is also like a real Egyptian deity, right? Uh, yeah. So I have that here, actually. Yeah. Um, um, so, actually, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right. So his homeland is Stygia, right? Falsa Doom is not actually from any Hyborian Age stuff. They pulled him from older works of Call the Conqueror and put him in the movie. And in the literature, in the Call universe, so that would be during the the, catac- the Cataclysmic Age uh, with the ancestors, uh, he was from a different place called Grondar, which 
I don't know. It's <laughs> very goofy sounding to me. It's a very good oh. barbarian name for somewhere. Yeah, because well, like Grognak is the Conan analog in Fallout, right? Okay. So yeah. Grognak the Barbarian is like the melee skill book as you read the comic and then you can hit people with a rock better. Right, yeah. right. Oh, and there's like a, you go into like a comic shop and there's a weapon under a display case that's like one of the best melee weapons, right? The- yeah, it's Grognak's axe or something. I think so, yeah. And you can get his loincloth right. too, right? Oh, yeah. It's been a while, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. The art in a, from a lot of the stuff in the 20s shows him as like a skeleton in a black-hearted robe, whereas in the movie, he just looks like the last image I've sent you guys, which I would love for you to pull up. Last image. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's classic 80s. Uh, so, oh, heavier set guy uh you know lazy eye he's got bangs got great bangs going on <laughs> oh sorry yeah. i just finally got to it he's got he's got snakehead pauldrons he's got uh you know the snake body coiled as his breastplate and he's got uh two swords belted to his hip each with snake hilts yeah uh, and snake he looks like a female character that i've watched recently in a movie that i can't put my finger on so it's James Earl Jones, the voice of Mufasa and Darth Vader, and he's straight James up. Does, yeah, it is. He's, is he doing whiteface? He's looks so. Pale. I think it's just. It I think just it's just shot? like bad eighties camera yeah. or like you know, just shitty lighting. This is the my favorite picture I found of him because it does look like James Earl Jones wearing like a Nicki Minaj wig. Right. Yeah. 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 Straight up with the bad bad bangs. Ah, oh, Ethan, you posted to me. Someone already did the continental drift thing. Of course they did. <laughs> the <passive laughs> continental, continental drift. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in real mythology, so in our, uh, in our nonfiction, not in our nonfiction fiction section of the real world, mm-hmm. Set is the Egyptian god of war, among other things, and is not a snake god, but he is a man's body with the head of something that people just refer to as the Set animal, S E T, which might be an anteater or a badly drawn dog. But most isn't that the name agree. of the death? The the god of death is Set as well. I think Anubis is the god of death. Oh, I thought you just had one that was named like Set or something from from someone. Okay, so in Hyboria, Set is the serpent god of death, which is named after the Egyptian god of war. But the Set head is different. It's it's uh, yeah, yeah. Our our Egyptian mythology Set is just called a Set animal. So there's a crocodile guy and falcon guy, wolf guy, all that stuff, and they're all drawn a specific way. No one's been able to figure out what the Set animal is supposed to be. Some are like it's kind of an anteater because he's kind of got like a long nose and big ears. So if you see what like a an anteater looks like, or they some people are like it's a badly drawn dog. But most Egyptologists are like I don't know. It either doesn't exist or is extinct, and they just refer to it as the set animal of whatever it was all right i think it's a dog you you try drawing a fucking dog in stone i mean they did with uh the jackal guy with set there's a there's something called set point theory in weight loss that everybody has a set point of weight um and you're gonna have more resistance to get to a lighter or heavier weight than that so like like i'm a little bit bigger than you two so in theory to the set point is my set point is here. So I'm always going to have to struggle to be a, a thin boy for the rest of my life, according to history. It's a depressing theory, honestly. Yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, it's like, why can't you just, just change your lifestyle? But, what animal is it based on? Uh, I think it is based, uh, in my case, on a small bear. Uh, in your <laughs> case, uh, an otter. Of an and otter. Mine, I it, a little, little gay boy at a nightclub. Yeah, exactly. It's our, it's our, it's our radio the, the, show. The wild, the wild forest twink, which is actually, yeah. it's, it's actually a kind of weasel. 
Hey, yeah. this pussy, this pussy fucks like an animal. <laughs> it's, it's been a long time since we referenced that. So that's an you old, got a couple uh, of slices of Spanish coffee in you. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. That was our Did old. You said uh, this was vegetarian. That's our old radio station idea, guys. We're gonna be bear otter in the twink. Well, we got twink weather. <laughs> <laughs> that means we're anyway, all getting out to the beach, it's right? It's going to be oh, yeah. wet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so the main god during Conan's time now, so this is, again, towards the uh, modern Hyborian age where the fiction takes place. The main god is called Mitra. Uh, the worship of which is very New Testament Christian, a lot of forgiveness, a lot of charity, a lot of good stuff. Uh, he's probably based on the Zoroastrian god of the same name, which makes sense, since Zoroastrianism and the is one of the world's oldest religions and has a ton in common with the newer Abrahamic ones, so Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Wow. Um, so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of stuff that overlaps with Mitra and Jesus specifically. Followers of Mitra preach understanding and forgiveness, and they also have martyrs and missionaries. So you can see where the parallels are kind of come from, right? Yeah, for sure. Mitra that. is the primary god of the civilized Hyborians, replacing Bori. So he's okay. they, they're still named after, like the age is still named after the Hyborians, which is named after Bori. But at this place, they've re- at this point they've replaced him with. And Mitra um, invented the metric system. I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's all it's all like divided up into tens which is pretty great so you yeah, get exactly. millimetres yeah. centimetres a one full metra which is like 3.3 yeah. feet <laughs> yeah you've got the god of the sea the uh, litra yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's good i like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah no. i feel like a, like the conan uh civilization like however they divide up their weight is actually to be important because they yeah, care be, about weightlifting, It'd be right? kilograms like, yeah. or something like that. Kilograms! <laughs> yeah. Leads to a kilogram. Oh, very good. One very cubic good. kilogram is the same weight as one cubic l- <laughs> milliliter of water. Milliliter yeah. Of water. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so um, Mitra is the head of a new pantheon, which we're not going to get into right now, but it is the civilized pantheon of the of Hyborian culture, right? Uh, worship of Mitra is fairly subdued. There are no sacrifices and like no holidays, no Easter or anything like that. Shrines to Mitra are generally not decorated, and they're only represented by a single idol, which is generally a simple and kind-looking bearded old man. Nothing fancy. Uh, but officially, within the, the actual canon, uh, Mitra is recognized as having no form whatsoever and can be represented by anything you want. Uh, he is represented by an Ankh, in the Age of Conan MMO. That's a circle uh, with a cross, right? That's like a it, cross, but it's yeah. it is the Egyptian cross with a hoop on top. Yeah. It's exactly. a cross yeah. with a head. Yeah. That's what shamans need to revive themselves in the world of Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. And in the survival yeah. game Conan Exiles, uh, he is uh, represented as a bronze colossus. There's other things that show up in other fiction where he is most <laughs> commonly shown as a phoenix. And then his idol is like a kindly old man. But Mitra has no actual form. It, it, it's kind of like a Holy Ghost, yeah. Father, Son, Holy Ghost sort of thing. And right? Ankh well, was just like a cross that they wanted to hang up easily on the wall. 
I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it yeah. solved it's it solved a problem. Really. It takes <laughs> two nails to hang a crucifix. It takes one <laughs> nail to hang an unk. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. During the Great Depression, <laughs> and you can take it right. Not up. know happened in the 30s. There was a shortage of nails, so they had to invent the unk <laughs> in the in the California. Dungeon. The unk the unk was invented when when somebody asked the question, "Could Jesus hang a cross so perfect that even he could hang it with one nail?" Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So throughout the games in different adaptations, since Mitra has no form, they're all canon. The Phoenix, the Colossus, the Um. Even Jesus took more guy. than one nail to hang, huh? Three? Uh, <laughs> 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 he took two. What? Do, they go two. do they go through his feet? I, I think, think they, they do put feet. one through both his feet. Sometimes he's like standing on a little like he got his little, Yeah, his little angled shelf. Yeah. yeah. Too bad he's done onk-shaped. Yeah. How many times did Jesus get Mine, nailed? The one I'm wearing has doesn't <laughs> have a foothold on him. It's just yeah. like straight up. It's like three. Ethan, nails. wait. The um, answer, um, Ethan. Um, the um, answer, um. Ethan, is he got nailed three times unless Peter made Spanakopita than it's four. Okay, yeah. right. I'm gonna. I'm, my wife's in the room. I'm gonna ask her. I bet she knows. I looked it up. And I'm gonna see if she. Oh, knows she did religious it. studies, right? Babe, how many how many nails pierced Jesus when during the crucifixion? She says three. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you the top hit from Google, the Wikipedia excerpt from Triclavianism. Well, try. They're already biased. She, she says she says the same as Pete. One in the foot. The, yeah. the exact number of the holy nails has been a matter of theological debate for centuries. The general <laughs> modern understanding in the Catholic Church is that Christ was crucified with four nails. Four, what? but three are sometimes depicted as a symbolic reference to the Holy Trinity. Oh. Bum, bum, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that's I'm on wheel of pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, isn't that a coded thing? Getting off in the desert. That is a coded thing. Oh, that's, that's great. Ethan made a, a, a good double entendre. Write that down. Someone write that down. I am. Yeah. I'm gonna write that down. Good. Good. I won't. Yeah. But. <laughs> You've got like the guys rotating the slave wheel in the desert, like Vanna White, like just like touching like the words. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Tick, or like tick, 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 yeah you've got tick, 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 child slavery yeah it's like a slave master like cracks the whip like all right that's enough next shift or whatever like conan looks down it's like peg that he's pushing is on bankrupt like oh yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a wheel of all bankrupt though <laughs> no, that's great art Pete. right that one yeah, yeah, yeah i got it Don't worry. Yeah. yeah the wheel of fortune out in the desert <laughs> so Finally, we're going to end here. Speaking of Conan, speaking of the slave wheel of fortune, speaking of Vanna White. Um, in Sumeria, Conan's homeland, he has a unique god, which he touched on already, but we're going to get into him now. We have Krom. Krom. Krom uh, the Cromulent. Krom the Cromulent. It's a perfectly Cromulent god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you worship him, is that Cromunism? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, real Cromunism's never been tried. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Except for Red Sonia or whatever. Yeah, except for Red Sonia. So, Krom to the Sumerian is a brutal god who creates only hardship for people, sending forth nothing but death and destruction from the mountain in which he lives. This is why the uh, the Sumerian descended from the Atlanteans are still so warlike. Is their god that only they worship um, is said to send nothing, send forth nothing but death and destruction. Um, the uh, 
where is he here? Uh, he said to hate cowards. So praying for him in times of need is considered pointless because he thinks that uh, that's cowardice. <laughs> yeah, cowardice. Death, basically, yeah. cowards and weak uh, cowards and weaklings do not deserve to be saved. So praying to him for strength is not is not recommended. Nice. The barbarians of Samaria are enlightened. The mere existence of Krom is said to give men courage, free will, and the strength to fight their enemies. And hear the lamentations of the women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unlike the actual demons, fucking aliens, and uh, other gods in the Conan stories, there is no fucking evidence whatsoever that Krom exists at but all. But wait, have you seen um, Man of Iron? Where with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he talks about his weightlifting career. Pumping iron. Pumping iron. Okay, that's it. Yeah. He's uh he's talking about it and he's like, every day I go to the gym he's and coming? I feel yeah, I feel like I'm cramming. Yeah. <laughs> and he feels really good. And he's like the pump, the pump is cramming. Can you imagine backstage at home at the gym, cramming everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> and cramming yeah. into a sock. Yeah. <laughs> Crawling into a craw a crusty yeah. stock. Yeah, with the, Sumer- the Sumerians yeah. have a ritual with a cookie. It's yeah, it's a thing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be the last you you don't want to be the last one to pray to, to ask Crom for forgiveness, you know what I no. mean? Be that coward. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> uh in times of weakness, it's in, in times of E D, it's best not to pray to Crom. He thinks limp dicks are are uh, just deserve <laughs> to be that way. <laughs> limp dick. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. All right. So yeah, uh, unlike the actual, like unlike the other gods, uh, he is Krom has never been seen intervening in human affairs, choosing prophets, or giving people magical powers, or manifesting any miracles. Nothing. Um, even Mitra has appeared in dreams at least once. In the story The Black Colossus, he tells a princess to recruit Conan and his ragtag band of ne'er-do-wells to defend against an invasion because uh, Conan is known as like Mitra's chosen one and they actually do succeed and win. Okay. Whereas so is, Krom, this, is this mid-movie or where are we now? Because I'm going to watch the movie right after this. Are we after the Wheel of Pain? Push it, no, like, this, is all, this is all still pre-movie pre, 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 and the movie okay, takes like, like picks and chooses different places. Like we're almost done here. Go yeah. watch the movie. I haven't spoiled this, anything. Yeah, I'm not worried is, about spoilers, the, but yeah. This is the lore from the short stories from Robert E. Howard, right? Which yes, the movie exactly. was based upon. So okay. how well it fits in is, you know, not going to okay. be a problem. Cool, cool. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Mitra has appeared in people's dreams. Krom has never intervened. And in a world where gods are real, the fact that the Sumerian barbarians have a very specific god that has no evidence to prove that he's real whatsoever, I find very funny. Just like, oh yeah, well... A little sussy A little little bit. It's going to become a a tongue twister because he just doesn't keep showing up. It's like, the Sumerian barbarian, Krom will not come. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I will yeah, work which on. is what we'll they say on. when they're jacking off onto the cookie right yeah exactly <laughs> that's, that's the ritual for the barbarian <laughs> what'd you say Sumerian barbarian yeah Sumerian barbarian that's what they do when they so with the complete lack of miracles Krom is ignored by the other Hyborian cultures making a Sumerian exclusive um, and oh, yeah. throughout the stories, Krom, Conan swearing oaths to Krom uh, before battles or whatever always gives him away as a Sumerian. It's kind of it's a plot device sometimes. Sure. Um, cool. But that 
is the Hyborian Age. I have and that been... was four. I hit the target. Right Perfect. on time. Yeah. Right, right on, on time. time. I didn't want you to have any booze left over when we finished the episode. <laughs> I <did it> <laughs> um, yeah, I've been uh, your host, Peter O'Donio. I hope you enjoyed the Hyborian Age. A bit of a, a bit of a rowdy cast, but I think for barbarians, that's good. We're sitting here in our loincloths recording in our studios, right? Yeah, exactly. Jerking off on a cookie. First Jerking time back off. together in a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sumerian yeah. Barbarian, Cromwell.com. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been your host. Yeah, Ethan's Ronnie. been miles away since the last time Sick. we talked. He had yeah. to go across the country just for autoerotics asphyxiation, of course. Yeah. yeah, I, I wanted to do it in the beautiful Rocky Mountains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna die anywhere, yeah. Uh, Pete, uh, do you have anything going on in the Instagram world these days? Nothing special. Comics going well. Stay tuned. Um, if you were on the South Shore for some reason, uh, my publisher had like a sale. <laughs> Uh, at a different convention uh, this spring, and then there's that's going to be in, Comic-Con. So. That's in the city of Montreal, if you don't know where the South Shore is. But yeah. yeah, excuse me. Yeah, yeah no, uh, things going well. Uh, stay tuned, though. I'm very, uh, very content. This unemployment uh, serves me very well, I must yeah. say. Yeah, you think of things nice. with your unemployment. <laughs> yeah. Sounds Historic, very nice. Historically. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get anything done, so I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm finding happiness in a kitten right now, but work is still fucking kicking my ass. But yeah. that's okay. That's okay. Well, you're in a new. You're newly promoted. You're in a new role. I'm sure. It's I did just get promoted, and I still don't have a contract or any idea what my job will be. But I, oh, I am promoted. There you, go. you get the promise. <laughs> yeah. You get the, uh, uh, the the good old manager slap and pinch on the ass, and uh, you know, kiss on the cheek. <laughs> and, but, yeah, yeah. No, no problem, sugar. Yeah, you'll be you, fine. You're promoted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But anyways, uh, if you want to find me, go to discord.gg slash loreboys, L-O-R-E-B-O-Y-S. Uh, if you can't find us at that link, just go in the description and it'll have all the links you need to get into the community. Uh, we're chatting a lot. Um, we're playing RuneScape. We're playing fucking other games. Some other people Warframe are hopping too for me. Warframe. People are hop. So Peter wants to play Warframe with you is what he's saying. So hop into the Discord and DM Peter because he'll definitely hang out and play with you uh, yeah, at any time. You, you would love that, honestly. He's, <laughs> yeah. always, he's always telling us on the side he wishes you guys to do that more. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> that, thanks, so much, thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you guys like the show, uh, consider leaving us a five-star, two-thumbs-up review on your podcast app of choice. It really helps us reach new people and, and continue to grow our community, which has been growing out of control recently. So thanks to everyone who's been doing that. Uh, also, you guys can tell your friends, your families, your loved ones, your dogs, your dog sitters, your babysitters, your every everybody you might know, your bus driver, your mailman. Imagine you're you're telling your mailman one day and you look up and it's Peter. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> and yeah, then he makes you Spanacopita. He hands you Spanacopita in an envelope. <laughs> you open, yeah. yeah, you open your package and it's Spanacopita and you're, you just, you blush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> if you guys want to support the show, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the lore boys, where you'll get the context for one of the jokes I made on this episode. <laughs> and real. you'll get uh, access to the loser titles where you'll you'll hear the jokes that we uh, told on this episode already. So I guess you, you technically already heard of, but you get to play a fun guessing game with the other patrons to try and figure out what what episode is. Jesus got pilled. <laughs> what does that? <laughs> what does that mean? You know, uh, you try and figure out that that means Conan the Barbarian lore. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, <laughs> um, and of course, if for anyone who doesn't trust Patreon, uh, we do have Floor Boys Prime, as always, where uh, we've talked a lot about uh, baking today. I guess we've got yeah. some baked 
pork. Uh, so we're looking for recipes. We're looking for your best recipes to share with friends, you know, that, you know, you might put in the middle of a circle of all of you and then just decide arbitrarily who's going to eat it last or first, I guess, <laughs> however you want to do it, really. I love that. If you could take like a cable level video and like the aspect ratio that's at like a square because everybody's four by three. TV four used to be three, a square. Yeah, four yeah. by three. I'd like a four by three video of you making your baking thing and uh, kind of try and talk slowly, ASMR kind of thing, because I need more cooking videos too to watch. So, uh, yeah, and send us also- your best recipes. Yeah, please. And send send us your best cream filled recipes like Spanakopita. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would cost you today. Lore boys. Lore boys. Lore boys. Goodbye. Uh, Mine's just on, on the chair behind me right there. You, you can kind of see her. She likes to put her asshole in my face. Like, yeah, I'll do that. That's a sign of trust. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's, that's what they say anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I trust that. this thing yeah. could pull me inside out, right? Like a sock <laughs> out of the dryer. Yeah. So <laughs> I trust. Yeah. I. Do you ever get like those well, things like when I don't it, mind fisting a cat, Peter? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get like so? Uh...